God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have for us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oltman. We've we got a lot to talk about today. I'm just letting people know that we're actually live right now. But, uh, um, well, we, we, we've heard some new information coming out of Uvalde. And we know of the 14 people. Let me, let me just tell you of the 14 people. And, and we're going to talk about today the psychedelic drugs and the big pharma, the, the, the big elephant in the room, which is actually what is causing, it, it is the cause behind mass shootings. It's the cause. It's, 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 it's the problem. The problem is not gun owners. But, but I want to I bring this up because two days ago I got a phone call from someone who is very close to the guy that took out the uh, shooter that killed all those children in Uvalde, Texas. And we're seeing a lot of things come out. One, they, they waited you know, uh, over an hour to go into the room. Nobody even touched the handle to see if the door was locked. No one. Well, what else is coming out is that, and I don't know if you guys are surprised to hear this. Maybe you'll be surprised to hear it, but that uh, there was no AR-15. None. He didn't have an AR-15. So, so we're, we've made all these decisions, and we've talked about banning assault rifles. And you remember when Biden said, Mr. Producer, please find it for me. Remember when Biden said that 9 millimeters actually blow out the chest, blow the lungs out of the chest? And he said it right after the Uvalde shooting. Well, the murderer that, by the way, the door was propped open to let him in. They actually did have lock protocols on the, on the schools, but they, they violated those lock protocols and let them in. Somebody propped the door open for him. Now, he came into the school, went into that classroom, and he murdered those children. But there was no AR-15. There was no Daniel's Defense AR-15. He did not buy a Daniel's Defense AR-15. He was armed with a handgun, a 9-millimeter handgun. And... So, so as you look at this and you, you want, you, I mean, we, we walk through this process, right? We're like, okay, so he had an AR-15, you have 14 senators which have advanced gun legislation to take away the rights of everyday Americans. They've created this story around Uvalde. The chief of police told them to stand down when this mass murderer went in. And the guy that went in, we'll just call his name Nick, his name's Nick, that guy, Nick, just went in without him. He's like, I'm just going to go in. And if you know anything about the, the story behind this, this part is true. This part is absolutely true. Can you, can you turn that down, Mr. Producer? I don't, I don't know why I'm hearing it in my, and turn that off. But he was shot. He was, had a bullet that grazed his head. It wasn't an AR-15 round. It was a 9mm. So he was a couple inches from dying. But he didn't have an AR-15. There was no AR-15. 
There was no Daniel's Defense $5,000 gun with optics. There was no ballistic. He wasn't wearing any sort of ballistic vest. He was just some punk-ass kid who happened to, by the way, be the one person that everyone was worried about becoming a school shooter. He dressed like a school shooter, acted like a school shooter. Teachers around him were saying that this guy, that there's something wrong with him. Every, every red flag law that could ever exist, every, everything that could have existed to stop that, same as the one that happened in, at King Supers in Colorado. No difference between the two, by the way. Mass murderer, leftist, piece of trash, who goes in and kills children. But he wasn't armed with an AR-15. So we, we for, for those of you that don't know, there was 14 Republicans that joined the Democrats on this gun legislation coming out of, coming out of, bipartisan. So let me tell you who those people are. Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Shelley Moore, Capito, Billy Cassidy, Susan Collins, John Cornyn, Joni Ernst, ready for this? Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, Lisa Murkowski, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, Tom Tillis, and Todd Young. These are the 14 senators to advance gun control against us as Americans using a narrative that's not true about a gun that was never there. It was never there. There was never an AR-15 that was used to kill those children. It was a 9mm handgun. And the mainstream media won't have it, and we'll have no access to that information. And you, we got to get our information from people that were there who are being told not to talk to anyone. Not to talk to anyone. Can't have a conversation with anyone. And I said, look, do you want to go on the show? He goes, no, but I'm going to tell you right now. I, I literally know. There is a video out there. I know, and, and, and I'm not going to play that video. I didn't even ask if I could get access to it. But there was no AR-15. There was a handgun, a 9mm handgun. How do you feel about that? Gun legislation to do red flag laws across the entire country. And by the way, red flag laws is another word for go after Americans that stand up for free speech. And yet we don't talk about the things that are really affecting Americans. We don't, we don't look at the reason behind any of this. So last night I, I went and I had this event and we were talking about the plan. Everyone loved the plan, by the way. The plan is amazing. 100 days, 100 cities, 20 people, two by two, going into those different states. Um, and we talked about how do we take back our country and just all stand up all at once, nonviolently, and, and take back our country. And walk into, literally, I'm going to just tell you, tell you how, we, we know how that we got to this place. They've been selecting, not electing people all over the place related to our elections. They've been doing it for decades. And now they think they've perfected it, which they haven't. You saw what happened in Georgia. You saw what happened in Alabama. You saw what happened in different states in the primaries where they selected, again, people for the Republican candidacy in Republican strongholds. You saw the, the fact that the kangaroo court they did on January 6th. You saw all of it. But we never talk about the problem. So, so yesterday, we talked about a plan to go across the entire country, have these 10 groups go to 100 cities. And if we can get 20 groups, we can get 50 groups. Combine efforts with, with church organizations that will stand up. Biker groups. Hey, hey listen, I, I'm not above unlikely alliances. I've been talking about that for two years. Even, even people on the left. I, I pitched my plan to another group, 130 people, 30 of which were Democrats. 
And they were like, well, come tell us about your plan. We heard about this plan you have. Come pitch us on your plan. I was like, all right, I'll pitch you on the plan. And by the end of it, they go, we all have the same problems. See, Democrats and Republicans, the, the, the people on the street, the Americans, they all are feeling the same problems. But while they use Americans as human guinea pigs, we can scientifically prove, we, we, using, using data, that our problems in this country started when they started feeding our children psychotropic drugs, tropic drugs. Would you say that that's pretty accurate, Mr. Producer? What was the question? You, you weren't paying attention to me. That's no, fine. I'm trying to pull something right now. Sorry. So, so let's, let's put this up here, if we can, um, and that is uh, the psychotropic drugs, a history of these, and that's, I think, it's the second cut in there. So, so, so this is uh, why psychiatrists and the pills they push leave blood, death, and broken lives in their wake. The practice hasn't stopped. In the last 28 years, there has been at least 47 acts of violent, violence committed by those on or withdrawing from psychotropic drugs leaving 194 wounded and 133 killed. Despite the 22 international warnings, these drug cases, uh, these drugs cause hostility and homicidal idea uh, uh, ideation, psychiatrists still prescribe them at unprecedented rates. Here's a, here's a sample of what followed in their wake. September 17, 2013, Washington, D.C., Aaron Alexis, a naval contractor, opened fire inside a building at the Washington Naval Yard, killing 12 and looting eight others. Alexis had received prescriptions in August of 2013 for the antidepressant uh, Trezodone. On December 14, 2012, in Newton, Connecticut, in the third deadliest mass shooting in an individual in American history, Adam Lonzo killed 20 children and six adult staff at Sandy Hook Elementary School before committing suicide. Refusing to release uh, Lanza's medical records at the time of the shooting, Connecticut Assistant Attorney General Patrick uh, Conanchi said that identifying the antidepressant Lanza was on would cause a lot of people to stop taking their medications. Goodrich had complained that he didn't want to take the medication because it made him feel violent. On October 24, 2011, uh, show Snohamish, uh, by the way, I need glasses. I need to get my, <laughs> I need to make sure I wear my glasses, I should say. Um, Snohomish County. Snohomish County, Washington. A 15-year-old girl went to Snohomish High School where police wrote that she stabbed a girl apparently 25 times, then stabbed another who tried to help her injured friend. Before the attack, the girl had been taking psychotropic drugs. On October 26, 2009, Newport, Maine, Pearly Goodrich, uh, Goodrich Jr. beat his mother and fatally shot his father shortly after being injected with trazodone in a psychiatric hospital. Goodrich had complained that he didn't want to take the medication, but he made him feel violent. On April 12th, uh, or April 17, 2009, in, in Middletown, Maryland, Christopher Wood shot and killed his wife. Three small children and himself would have been taking the antidepressant um, Cymbalta and Paxil, and the antidepressant drugs, uh, Boost Bar and Xanax. On September 23rd, 2008, are you guys getting this? Are you getting this? In Finland, 22-year-old culinary student Matt Sihari shot and killed nine students and a teacher before killing himself. Sihari was taking antidepressant and uh, benzodiapine. Benzodiapine. Sorry, you got to make it bigger. Here, maybe I can make it bigger. There, I got it. Ah, I made it bigger. Uh, benzodiazepine. Yeah, benzodiazepine. Um, on October 10, 2007, Cleveland, Ohio, 14-year-old Asa Kuhn stormed through his school with a gun in each hand, shooting and wounding four, protecting his own life. Kuhn was on the antidepressant, trazodone. In Japan, 37-year-old, uh, by the way, this is just showing that it's, it's an international problem. Mamoru Takumo slipped into a school and stabbed eight first and second graders to death while wounding at least 15 other students and teachers. He was on antidepressants. On December 26, 2000, Wakefield, Massachusetts, 42-year-old computer technician Michael 
McDermott had been taking three antidepressants when he hunted down employees in the Accounting and Human Resources Office where he worked, killing seven. On April 20th, 1999, Columbine, Colorado, Columbine, Colorado, one of the deadliest school shootings out there, 18-year-old Eric Harris accomplice Dylan Klebold killed 12 students and a teacher and wounded 26 others were killing themselves. Harris was on antidepressants. Lubox, Klebold's medical records remain sealed. Why are they sealing records? On May 21st, 1998, Springfield, Oregon, 15-year-old Kip uh, Kinko murdered his parents and proceeded to shoot, uh, proceeded to school where he opened fire on students in a cafeteria, killing two and wounding 25. Kinko had been taking the antidepressant Prozac. Take it down. Why, why don't we talk about truth? Why, why is truth not important? I, I want to know why we have a homeless problem. We have a, a real pandemic that has happened on our streets because of big pharma. Pfizer's all over every radio station, every TV station. This broadcast brought to you by Pfizer. They are literally out there using the public as human guinea pigs. Guns are protected by the Constitution. The Second Amendment, the right to bear arms shall not be infringed. And they're going after the guns while they're stuffing these things down our children's throats. When my kids were young, they wanted to stuff, they, they said, oh, your, your daughter has ADHD. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's funny. Well, we need to put her on some drugs. No, you're not, you're not, you're not putting my daughter on any drugs. None. Oh, your, your son, you know, he, he likes to get a little excited. He's a kid. <laughs> That's what kids do. They get excited. Ah, we need to put them on some sort of drug to calm them down. When my brother and sister were growing up, I was 25 years old, 26 years old. I had a three-year-old. You know, I don't, I don't always agree with my parents, and I, and I had a rough childhood. True story. You're poor. My kids, my parents were kids having kids. I mean, kids, kids. My mother had me when she was 17. She had my brother when, when he was 16. No, 18. 18 and 16. There were kids having kids. But I went to the doctor, and the doctor's like, they needed to be put on these drugs. My little brother and sister came to visit me in Colorado. And it's one of the points in my life, and there were several points in my life that I didn't talk to my parents. Mostly because I had to get to that point where I forgave things that happened in my life. And, um, but they sent my brother and sister out to, to be with us, and they're like, yeah, they have to take these drugs. And so at the time, uh, you know, they didn't, this was in, I think, 97, 98, no, see, 97, 98, 99. Um, you know, Google wasn't really there. There was no Google. So you had to do your own research. You had to, you had to read books, go to the library. And so I went to the library, and I started researching these, these drugs that they were on. And it, it, the, the side effects were unbelievable. So they were supposed to stay with me for, I think, three weeks, ended up staying with me for about 10 or 12 days. Um, I didn't have them take the drugs. I completely took them off it. And my little brother could tell you this story because um, I'm still very close with him. And my, my parents found out that I had taken them off the drugs. And I'm like, look, they don't need the drugs. And they're like, you need to send them back right now. We're getting them a plane ticket and bringing them back right now. And I was like, they're 11 and 13 years old. Why, why are you doing this to, the, to them? Why, why are you having them take these drugs? Well, they, you know, they, they, get, they, they lose self-control. They're zombies when they're on these drugs. When they went off the drugs, not being on the drugs, they're normal kids. They're, they're having fun. It's not messing with the their development. Remember, they want to do the same thing to kids now when it comes to this craziness with transitioning them, making a decision that you can be a boy. If you're a girl and you want to be a boy, don't be a boy. Now, tomboys, that, that doesn't happen. Now you can actually be a boy. And we'll grow you a penis. That's, we'll do that. We'll figure it out for you. 
But that, that stopping them from taking the drugs, and I tried to explain to my parents what that would do to them long-term, just doing the research on it. And uh, I, I don't know if I should, I, I, don't, I probably shouldn't bring up all the stuff that, that it's their life, but I will tell you that these antidepressants, these, these drugs that they were on, changed them forever for that little period of time. And I remember when I was taking him back to the airport, my little brother said, please don't send me back. Let me just stay here with you. He pleaded not to send him back. But I didn't have a choice. I was his brother. I wasn't his mother. And no matter what I said to my parents, when, when my son was born a year, I think, later, I went back to, to visit my parents because they stopped talking to me completely. And uh, my mother was still pretty bent out of shape over the fact that I stopped them from taking those drugs. Because when they got back, my little brother was like, I don't want to take these anymore. And he was forced to take them. And years later, you know, I'm not one that does drugs, but years later, um, he will tell you that he remembers being normal in that period of time. And he remembers the long-term effects that those drugs had on him. And, you know, he's an amazing father. He's got five kids. And he's an amazing husband. And he's an amazing artist. But uh, it changed the trajectory of his life. That's, that's my experience from my family. Now, I could go into more detail about, you know, you know what, what it did to my sister. But both my brother and sister were on these drugs, and it has drastically affected their life. It has affected the quality of their life. It affected their ability to be successful in life. It, it's affected nearly everything for them. And I remember back then doing all this research, Ben being a research junkie and saying, this is, this is not good stuff. They, what they need is consequences. What they need is, is somebody to be stern with them inside of the school and say, look, this is not appropriate behavior. But they didn't get that opportunity. All right. So, Mr. Producer, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and, and read in one of our sponsors real quick because I know we have some more to talk about with these psychedelic drugs. Um, so this podcast brought to you by IPVanish. If you're, you want to safely browse the Internet without exposing your private details to third parties, such as ha hackers, ISPs, or advertisers, you can use IPVanish, which will encrypt all the data. In other words, it will keep your, your private details private your passwords, communication, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. It makes it virtually impossible for them to get to your information online. Um, you can use it on unlimited devices. And for our listeners, you can get a 70% off their yearly plan with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. Um, stop sharing with the world everything you watch. Go to ipvanish.com slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash daily and use promo code daily. Okay, so we, we, they're, they're in the process of we have 14 Democrats that have lined up and acted like they are Republicans because they're, they're wings of the same bird, right? And we know that there's more. But they had to do something to take away your rights and so they had to build this story. Now, now the reason why I'm bringing this up is very simple, Okay. If you tell us the truth, if you actually come out and tell us the truth, if you come out and say, listen, this kid was on this drug, this drug, this drug. But when you come out and say, we can't release their records because we feel that releasing their records will cause people to stop taking those drugs, they should stop people from taking these drugs. So now they don't have informed consent. Doesn't this sound familiar when we deal with the vaccines? Take vaccines back to 1986 when we saw the biggest spike in, in uh, autism. And from then it was, it used to be one in 2000. Now it's, what, what is it now, one in 20, Mr. Producer? Is it one in 20 or one in? Oh, it's higher than that. One in 20 kids has autism? I, I gotta ask you a question as a parent. 
how do you how do you ignore that? Now, now listen. I was very careful what what vaccines my kids got growing up. I was very careful. They're like, oh, you need to take these vaccines. I was like, nope, nope. And I wasn't anti-vax. I just went and did research and said, hey, these aren't good for my kids. I'm not, I'm not giving this stuff to my kids. And my kids are incredibly normal. They're incredibly, uh, you know, well-adjusted. They're smart. They're, they're, they're also not radical leftists. They don't prescribe to that. But I, I kept them out of that. I kept them away from those things. I also told my kids that if you do drugs, then just let me know so I'll tie you to the bumper of the car and drive you around in a snowstorm until you die. Because, I mean, that, that's a, you know, why, why, why prolong it for years? Let's just get it over with if you want to kill yourself. And they were like, Dad. And I was like, well, you know, I, I don't want to worry about you for 20 years because you're doing drugs. So my kids didn't do drugs. Consequences. In California, it's 1 in 26. 1 in 26 in California. Well, 1 in 26. I mean, I got to ask parents, like, how do, you, how do you look at this and say, what's the causation? You, you, what do you think? It's like, it's the sun? No, it's global warming. I, I forgot. It's global warming. Let's, let's call it global warming from, right, from now on. It's got to be global warming, right? The sun's too close to us, and it's causing our kids to, not the pharmaceutical drugs, that in talking to... Uh, a psychiatrist last night, clinical psychiatrist, who has one of the largest clinical psychiatrist firms across the country, offices, 28%. 28% of the population of kids under the age, age of 18 are on psychotropic drugs. <laughs> 28%. So, so let me ask you a question. If, if we want to look at the symptoms of the problem, why don't we trace it all the way back up to the problem? And, it, and by the way, we know it has to do with money and control. And you know, it, it's easier to control kids that are semi-retarded. Right? I mean, if you, if you make it so that their mental function is, and, and that's, that's, an adic, that's an accurate word. If, if you put them in a place where they are mentally deficient, can you get them to do things to harm other people, good people? And see, us good people in, in, out there in the world, we don't think that way. We don't wake up one day and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to try and make these people crazy so they can go kill a bunch of people and make a bunch of victims. You can't fathom the idea that, there are, that, that that type of evil exists in the heart of another human being. But it does. They, they want to tell you that, that they're... That, Somewhere along the line, this is all caused by, I don't know, evolution. And we need these drugs. Now, we survived on them for thousands of years without these drugs, but now we need these drugs. And they're allowed to advertise these drugs on TV, and they put up WebMD and make you feel like everything's okay. And they put the, in the small print, these are all the, the, the things that are happening, the symptoms that are happening. And then they lie to us about everything. And I use Uvalde as a, as a, as a, re, as, as a, just a perfect example. Police chief says, I saved my officers who are heavily armed. And video has now come out of them in the hallway, in the hallway behind blast shields. And Nick, the guy just walked right past him and says, you guys are freaking idiots. He walked in, took a graze bullet with a baseball cap on, not the armor that they had on it. These guys looked like a, a bunch of test dummies. And he had a guy walk right past him, walk into the room, take a shot, boom, and put the guy down. And he had a 9mm. He didn't even have an AR-15. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about knowing that they've been lying to you in the media and the tech companies, and now you've got 14 senators that are lining up to take away your rights, and by the way, you can go serve your country at 18 and die, but you can't buy a gun. And by the way, because it looks like the big bad wolf, you can't own it because that's what's being used for mass murders. But the mass murders are all on these anti-psychotic drugs who are making them psychotic. And the parents do nothing about it. You don't give a shit about your kids. Don't tell me you care about your kids when the thing that you, two things that you want to do with them is you want to hand them a phone. You want to hand them a phone and say, hey, listen, go, go over there. Leave me alone for a minute. 
Now, I want you to go over in the corner and do that. And, and by the way, you're a little too excited at school. What you really need is you need some antidepressants because you want to control your kids rather than teach your kids. And now we're dealing with critical race theory and gender fluidity and grooming of our children and teachers that are just absolutely disgusting, evil people with flags on the wall, not of the American flag, because God forbid you actually have them do the Pledge of Allegiance, which I did as a kid growing up. God forbid you do that. No, we're going to teach them about pride this and pride that. I don't care what you do in your bedroom. No one does. What I do care about is that we start talking about the problem and solving the problem at the problem, which is why the plan works. Mr. Producer, we, we, we have more. We do. Can I talk on the Ritalin and the drugs real quick on kids? Yeah. From, from a guy that is a, a savant. And that well, I don't know about that. Um, savantish. savantish. No, you're definitely sure. savant. Okay. I'll, I'll accept the compliment. Okay. Um, no, but this uh, th- this has been going on for decades. I w- I'm a 90s baby. I was born in 91. And they were doing this to all my friends. They tried to do this to me, too. Uh, thank goodness for my parents and my father. They actually brought me in because like, he's not paying attention. And my father came in and said, okay, that's nice. Uh, he's not going on drugs. So if you're telling me that he's going to get bees, uh, you know, unless he goes on drugs, then I'd rather, I'd rather him get bees. And parents like that are the reason that a lot of these kids escape this madness. But... They, the, a lot of this stems from the same kind of practices that they have been doing for decades. And what they were doing, particularly uh, kids who go on, I'm going to start with like Ritalin, you know, these ADHD drugs yep. that you mentioned earlier, right? <laughs> Who's typically, what, uh, what kids are typically the ones who get put on those? Boys. Yeah. Boys. You know why? Because boys like to move around and fidget. They are... They are different. I still They're, fidget. Yes, I know. It's a. I know. It's a giant. We have to what, remove all the clicky pens. What, what did Jake? What did Jake say? Yeah, you have to remove all the clicky because I do this all the time, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And and frankly, Jake said last night. He goes, I got my five minutes phone, five minutes with you before you actually went off and did something else because I'm so busy. I got all the sorts of stuff going on. It's the way my brain works. It doesn't slow down at night either. Like my brain keeps going, it yeah. keeps going, keeps going. Which is why, by the way, I've probably read 2,000, 2,500 books. Over the last 20 years. That wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, I, I read everything. I kind of like, it, everything. Everything I can possibly get my hands on, I read it. But we ignore this problem. Well, we ignore this problem, and we ignore what boys in particular actually, and it's, it's not just boys, because, you know, girls are obviously being affected too. And in different ways, uh, with all these antidepressants, they have different issues with, uh, you know, what they're facing, especially now in schools. But what they've been doing is putting all these boys on these drugs, which are chemically almost identical to meth. They are literally putting kids on meth, and they put them in there because the teachers don't want to do any work. They don't want to actually deal with the kids, and boys need time to move. They've been stripping recess. They've been stripping any ability for these kids to have any kind of physical uh, you know, aspect of school. They've been removing gym. When they get punished, they remove uh, sports. They pull them out of that. Uh, that, that's a huge outlet for these boys. And so they put them on these drugs, they meth them up because it makes them super focused and they get all whacked out and they pay attention. And the teachers have been taught through psychiatrists and pushed through the districts. It's been brought in in really horrible ways. And they say to the parents, oh, your kid needs this. He's not paying attention. And some kids, uh, their parents don't know any better and some they just don't want to deal with them because they're unruly young boys. So they get them on these drugs which destroy them. The studies that they've been used are all absolute garbage. They are all false. They're all completely misleading. In fact, they actually because uh, this was something that I was reading about massively uh, back then, but they would use brain scans to say look, this is the child of uh, someone with ADHD, and this is a child without. They didn't tell you that the child, which showed different brain structure, was actually a child who had been on these ADHD meds for several years. So they put him on a drug, it causes brain changes, and then they said, look, this is why the kid needs ADD, uh, ADD meds, because they respond differently to the, to the drugs. And it's all fake. And what happens then is they have these kids on these drugs, they then start to have all kinds of side effects, and what do they do when they start having side effects? They put them on antidepressants. And then they start having side effects from that, and they put them on something else. And so now you have a couple generations of kids who have been doped up and are irrevocably changed 
and their like weight gain, depression, they, they don't tell you that those few weeks that you need before the drugs actually start to work. They don't tell you that what that actually is, is those drugs coming in and if it's an SSRI, uh, or you know uh, a dopamine modulator that they don't tell you that what is actually happening is the neurotransmitters are building up or, or too low whatever it is and your brain likes you know it likes a, a a stable environment so your neurotransmitters start trying to normalize that but after a little while it can't do that and those those neurons those transmitters actually die and that's when they start to work. It's when your brain stops rebounding because it loses the ability to maintain any kind of equilibrium in your, uh, in your neurotransmitters. They, they don't tell people that. There's no test. There's no clinical diagnosis of, of depression or of these, these mood disorders. This is all okay. bullshit. It, it absolutely is. And, and I think that and, – and, th and this is, by the way – why I say that, the revolu th th that we're heading into a place of revolution, not a place of civil war. So, so we got we got to slow this down a little bit, and we got people to understand. We we have to have parents understand that that they are literally attacking your children, and they've done it in the past. And you know, I'm I'm reading some of the comments and people saying, "Yeah, my kids never went on those. My kids never went on those." Um, you know, uh, Jenny says that my son was 25 and can't think of any of his friends in middle or high school besides him that wasn't on some type of medication for quote unquote mental disorders. These are pharma companies across the country. These are pharma companies across the country which are making hundreds of billions of dollars. These are pharma companies, and, and thanks for getting on there, Mr. Producer. Thank you. These are pharma companies <laughs> all over the world that make their money by, by telling you you need something to alter your body. Alter your body. I mean, think about what's happening here. Alter your body, and now they're telling you to actually alter your body. And the science is being ignored. It's being altered because we've replaced God's law with man's law. Now, now follow me with this, okay? Because I know that, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, our problem in our country is big pharma. Our problem in our country is actually poor leadership. And by the way, the 14 people that are, that are on the, that are the 14 senators, the weak little pieces of trash that are actually Democrats that, that were selected on the Republican side to make it look like for theater, kabuki theater, that somewhere along the line were represented by people that represent the interest of the American people. I bet you the average age of those people is probably 75, 80 years old. What do you think? 75 is the average age? Yeah. I mean, Susan Collins is way up there. Mitt Romney, man, 75? They never took those drugs. So part, part of our issue is we, we trust. And the other part is, is that we got really evil people out there that want to alter the pathways for human beings, for, for us as people in our society. And if you trace it back, because I have, and I'm, I'm actually in the middle of of this little report thing that I'm doing right now where I'm looking at psychotropic drugs and what the effects and when they start introducing them and we start looking at the vaccines. People, I don't, it's not a conspiracy. It's not a theory. Our problem is big pharma. The big pharma, which by the way, all six of the top big pharma companies, if they were people, would be serving multiple life sentences. Did you know that? Did you know they put drugs out there they knew would kill people, but they did the math and said, you know, we're going to have to pay out a billion dollars, let's say, for, for killing these 20,000 people, but we can make like $200 billion. So let's put the drug out anyway. That's big pharma. So, um, I want to give a shout out to one of our other sponsors, too. That's Axos Bank. Um, I'm excited to have found this bank, and I've done a lot of research on this bank, and um, I'm supposed to have another conversation with them tomorrow because I'm, I'm really interested in how they uh, are going to protect people. I'm really interested in protecting people and their ability to protect their money. I'm not sure that the banking system related to the bigger banks would ever do that. It's one of the reasons why I've never been a part of any big banks. I, I gave that up nearly 20 years ago. 
Um, but I found this bank, Axos Bank. They opened on Independence Day 2000. They're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American tradition. Let's take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn the highest interest rate, and it's a big one. Listeners can also get a, a $150 bonus if you open one by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in freedom to do business without compromising our values. Um, if you go to accessbank.com slash daily for full details, that's A-X-O-S bank.com slash daily. And for that cash bonus, all you need is a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Uh, so Access Bank is federally insured. Member FDIC in there for us, all of us, accessbank.com slash daily. Go check them out. Mr. Producer, there, there's a cut that I want to put up here real quick. And this is, uh, it's the Pfizer CEO and health and science. This just came out. Um, Pfizer CEO says the people who spread misinformation on COVID vaccines are criminals. People who spread misinformation on COVID-19 vaccines are criminals, Pfizer CEO Albert Borla stated Tuesday. They're criminals because they've literally cost millions of lives. He said life for many people can go back to normal once many of the unvaccinated get vaccinated. He can go F himself. People who spread, let me just kind of go through a little bit more of this if I can. People who spread misinformation are criminals, blah, 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 blah. Uh, speaking with Washington, D.C.-based think tank Atlantic Council, <laughs> Borla said it's a very small group of people that purposely circulate misinformation on the shots, misleading those who are already hesitant about getting vaccines. Those people are criminals, he told the Atlantic Council CEO. They're not bad people. They're criminals because they literally cost millions of lives. No, what costs millions of lives is the fact that you have the ability, you have the person, you have the actual person who invented the mRNA vaccine, who's saying this is what a virus does. And this vaccine is really bad. And science is supposed to be about looking forward and trying to come up with solutions. Cause and effect. Correlation. Correlation doesn't always equal causation. Let's play cut four. I want to play cut four. Play it. Play cut four. Let's play it. Uh, numerous examples of people who have gone off on a shooting rampage and uh, then uh, killed their classmates, their co-workers, uh, members of their family, and then often took their own lives. And then it was uh, shortly discovered that they were taking an antidepressant. The apparency is that the person was mentally ill and then went off on a rage. But when these uh, cases have actually been looked at uh, closer, what we find is that the person did not have any violent tendencies and in most cases was not even suicidal before they started treatment with their antidepressant medication. Well, let's take a look at what the manufacturers uh, say about their own drugs in this class called antidepressants. I'm going to be reading here from the package labels of various antidepressant medications. Now the labeling is something that is required by the FDA. The wording of the labeling is FDA approved and required. So let's take a look at what the FDA has required the manufacturers to reveal in their product labeling on the antidepressant drugs regarding violence, homicide, and suicide. I'm going to start off looking at the uh, package insert for uh, Prozac. Prozac is also known as uh, fluoxetine. And here is uh, some things that the um, manufacturer themselves uh, say about this drug. One of the things that the manufacturer warns us and the FDA requires the manufacturer to uh, let us know on the labels, these drugs can cause what's known as akathisia. Akathisia is simply a medical word that literally means can't sit still. And it has two parts to it. The first part is what you can actually see in the person, the motor part of it. A person cannot sit still. They have restlessness, toe tapping, shifting from leg to leg, pacing. In any case, they can't sit still. They try to sit down or even to lay down, and next thing you know, they're hopping up again, and they're pacing, they're fiddling. They, they look and act 
agitated. This is a straightforward chemical effect of the drug. Uh, it causes um, not just the motor action, in other words, the muscles to be jumpy and to get the person moving around. It also causes an internal restlessness. So a person has a real sense of unease. They feel just like their body has to move. They feel compelled to action. Um, it's called psychomotor agitation, that not only are they mentally agitated, but also their body is expressing that. Uh, they have a real subjective <coughs> sense of just distress. Something's got to happen, got to do something. Well, let's take a look at what the um, manufacturer says, um, in fact, about violence. These drugs can cause uh, agitation, psychosis, hallucinations, hyperkinesia, again, that's the uh, agitated movements. Um, these drugs can cause a sense of depersonalization, and that is oh where boy. a person just feels that everything around them is not real, sort of a dreamlike state. These are actually uh, listed adverse effects of the drugs on the label as required by the FDA. They list as a frequent side effect agitation, amnesia, no memory for what took place, confusion, emotional lability, that means moods all over the place, and sleep disorder. Now the sleep disorder can be excessive sleepiness or an insomnia. If you add lack of sleep on top of the tendency of the drug to cause psychomotor agitation, a feeling of the person that they've got to go do something, along with the um, depersonalization that they can get, you really have cooked up the uh, chemically induced ingredients for a mass murder. Well, Prozac is the label that I've been reading from here, and it is a so-called SSRI. That stands for Selective Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitors. In fact, these drugs are not selective. They work on several different brain chemicals, including serotonin, norepinephrine, dopamine, and others. And in fact, uh, what they do is not uh, simply block reuptake, but they have many actions at different receptors throughout the brain. There are also um, over 20 known okay, go ahead and take it down. serotonins. Take it down for a minute. All right, guys, listen, we're, we're there. It's, it's about four minutes long, minutes long more in this, but they know the side effects. They list the side effects on these drugs. Do you think the parents are told that the side, effect, side effects are psychosis, hallucin, hallucinations? Do you think they're told that? And by the way, in order to get to the place where they know that these are side effects that you could actually have, they have to have other children that went through this. They had to be experimenting on these drugs on, on, on other children. Where are those children at? Could they be some of the people that we're dealing with right now that are mass shooters? How does taking away gun rights from people, how does, how does taking away gun rights from people, law-abiding citizens, keep anyone safe when they go from a gun to a knife to a car? Talk about the guy, Mr. Producer, find it for me, that ran through the Trump, the Trump store. There's a Trump store and the guy just ran through it. And like everything else, he said, uh, I'm, I'm not guilty. You know, like the, the psychopath that ran people down in the street that was a multiple criminal that they let out in the streets that now is changing it to a plea of insanity that he killed, I think, six people, five people with a car. These people are going to find a way to be violent. They're going to find a way to do harm to the American people. And what they want to do is they want to take away your ability to protect yourself. Because it makes us victims. It makes, there's opportunity and chaos. It's like winning the lottery. You might actually be the one that gets adversely affected by one of these violent psychopaths that is created by the drugs that are fed to them at a young age. Well, I just told you what the problem is. The pro problem is big pharma. You know, the big pharma that says you should take a vaccine. 
Okay, so Mr. Producer, find find the uh, the uh, life insurance um, deal for vaccine for for life insurance claims. Do we have that? I can find that. Give me a minute. Yeah. I just got the uh, the Trump store guy. Okay, let's put up the Trump store store guy. Let's put that up if we can. Yep, I just need to I need to put a white background because the website's coming in funny. Uh, but this was this was just recently. Okay, so this this guy literally a couple days ago, car with anti-Trump sticker drives into Easton Trump store. The driver, 46, was transported to Good Samaritan Medical Center with no with non-life-threatening injuries. Go up, please, so I can read it. Easton police are investigating the crash. This is this is the part that it could have killed someone. By the way, black 2015 Volkswagen Jetta drove through the front glass of the store shortly after 5 p.m. Luckily, no one was inside, but like 10 minutes prior to him hitting the store, there was a little boy and his mom in there. Let's go. If we can go all the way up, I want to get to the part where he says that he heard voices. And here's the video. Is that the video? Mr. Producer? He literally runs through the entire store. Yeah, let me play this video. Okay. Okay. Here, here you go. Yeah, so that guy that ran through a Trump store with an anti-Trump sticker on the back of it, yeah, that guy said that he heard voices. This is the left. This is what, this is what the radical left looks like. I want to see his medical records. This is the back of it. Those who make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. This is a piece of trash that ran through a store trying to murder people inside of a Trump store. That's a really ironic uh, you know, saying to have on his car, given that he drove through a store. And people want to say that, Joe, you just want to, you, you, you want to go straight to violence. No, I don't. But let me ask you what you would have done if your child was inside of that store. What would you have done if your child was inside of that store? For those of you that are on Frank's Beach right now, you can join us back on Rumble. You can join us on there. We're, we're going to lose our feed over there in a minute. Um, but you can come to Rumble and uh, look up channel conservative. You can also go to conservative-daily.com and hit the little button at the top. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, Where's his medical records? And it's not a gun. And by the way, the, the news media isn't even picking it up. They did the same thing in the Columbine shooting. They sealed uh, the shooter's medical records, Claybold and, uh, and the other kid. So what is the problem? What, what problem are we dealing with right now? Are we dealing with a problem related to guns? I mean, is it? And by the way, they're going after the manufacturer of ammo now. They're going after gun manufacturer or ammo manufacturers now and trying to limit ammo. Do you think this has anything to do with keeping you safe? And by the way, if you're a parent and you use this phone to keep your kids happy, shame on you. I, I would limit my kids. My kids weren't allowed to have a phone until they were, I don't know, 13, 14 years old. And then I limited their ability to get on anything. Xbox, all that stuff. Yeah, they could play, you know, the Wii tennis and things like that. But, I, you know, there, there was no hanging out and just playing Call of Duty, Call of Duty or any of these other deals. That never happened. Go outside. Go climb a tree. Go do something out there. But you're not going to sit in here in the dark and play video games all day. Not going to happen. Go be a human being out there and interact with other people. We don't talk about the big, big, big white elephant in the room. And that is big pharma. But, but we talked about it. I mean, they wanted to go after for oxycodone and what it did to cause dependency. All of a sudden, it was a big enough problem that all of a sudden, everyone had to talk about it. And they're like, hey, listen, why are we feeding, these doctors are feeding these people oxycodone and getting bonuses by the pharmaceutical companies. Like, keep it coming. Here's some more samples. Push it out there. This happened. And we want to ignore it. 
We want to act like pharma companies are believable. We want to act like they're good people, that they, that they follow science. We want to watch as they go after good Americans. And we want, we, want to, we want to let rhinos, we want to let these 14 Democrats who are dressed in a, in a, in a Republican outfit, we want to watch them betray the American people with the other betrayers on the Democrat side. We want to watch as they create false narratives all over our country and act like there's nothing to see here. And, and if you want to know why they are censoring me every single place that I go, they're censoring me everywhere. Every single place. Apple, censoring us. They're censoring us everywhere. It's because we speak truth. It's a simple truth. These drugs are being fed to our children at a rate that is not sustainable. And we want to talk about mass shootings. And it says that they cause psychosis. It causes you to become violent. And we want to say nothing to see here. And again, it would be okay. It would be okay if that was true. If when these mass murderers and evil people, leftists, if we were told the truth about their medical histories. We, it would be nice if they would actually tell the truth about those people that commit these crimes. Better yet, let's go figure out the medical history. Maybe we walk door to door on tents downtown Denver and say, how many of you were on antidepressant drugs as children? And look at the homeless population. And why, why don't we look at that? That'd be a scientific study. Let's go city to city and ask the homeless whether or not they've been put on psychotropic drugs. I'm willing to bet that a vast majority of those people on the street are addicted to drugs, but they were also addicted or put on antidepressants as children, which made them get to that place where they had this massive anxiety and they had to get rid of it. So they started taking drugs and started off with marijuana. And we talk about a gateway drug and marijuana leading us to other things. It, it does lead to other things. But a lot of it has to do with that being a symptom of the problem. And the problem is, is that these big pharma companies are literally stealing our children. And then you, you stack on top of that mainstream media, you stack on top of that the ability to take away opportunity from everyday Americans. And by the way, they're taking on the average of 52 cents on the dollar from every American out there. Some more. I mean, it, it costs $10 to go to the airport in Denver on 470. If you live off that, you're paying a tax every single day of nearly $600 a month, $20 a day, just to get to your house and to work. How is that, how, how is based on the, the, the tax structure in our country, how is that overburdening and creating a, slaver, a slavery environment? When we let big pharma do whatever they want and we ignore the problem and then we put them on every TV station, radio station, and act like that's not the white elephant in the room. I'm asking the question, how is it not the white elephant in the room? I'm curious. But we act as if these people are dedicated to science. They're dedicated to dollars. And they're willing, they've already proven. I, I bet you the people that they figured out that caused psychosis were in the poorest neighborhoods. And they're like, hey, mama, we'll give you $200 if you let us put your kid on these drugs. Oh, my gosh, turned into a psychopath? Oh, I'm so sorry. Here's an extra $500. Why do you think Bill Gates is over in Africa injecting kids with, with, with vaccines and, and all sorts of drugs? Why do you think he's doing it there? You think they have a voice? Why do you think he went from computers to getting into vaccines and biomedicine? Why? You think it's because he decided to go to medical school because he cares about people? Come on, people. He doesn't care about anyone. This is Mr. Lolita Express himself. This is a guy that literally was married for whatever years he was married to Melinda Gates and had a romp weekend once a year with his high school sweetheart. That's the ethical limits of this guy. And while all of you are suffering through inflation and all the things that are happening, we're just not concentrating on the problem. Let's get back to the problem. Let's talk about the problem. Let's talk about the white elephant. And the white elephant in the room right now is not the gun. It's what they're doing to the people in this country to create uh, the next pandemic, which is already here. And that's a pandemic of violence. Top six cities run by Democrats right now are on, on track to beat 
a record year in homicides in 2021 and 2022. They're going to beat it by September. That means they got four more months in order to kill a bunch of people. You know what the, the, those six cities have in common? Some of the strictest gun laws in the nation. And I would ask you, when are you going to be willing to step in the gap and become an interpositioner between the, the, the tyrants, pharmaceutical companies, and the intended victims, the population, Americans? And it's not just Americans, by the way. These people, these greedy bastards, are doing it all over the globe. And they're just putting their little people in positions of trust and authority. And they think you're stupid. Because I think what they said is, it's the Ukraine war that's causing all the inflationary problems here. Are you effing kidding me? You shut down a pipeline. You shut down our independence on, on our energy sources. And then you said the quiet part out loud that all of this chaos that we do to people, making them painfully in pain, helps us pass our agenda. So, all right, smart people in the room. I can run out and buy an electric car. You can go out and buy an electric car. How about the mom that's in the inner city? Can they go out and buy an electric car? I'm curious. Can they go out and buy an electric car? They're $60,000. Well, you think that just grows on trees? Here, I got a, I got a good idea. Let's, let's come up with $60,000 so that we can, I don't know. Let's just give every... Single mom with sixty thousand dollar checks so they can go buy an electric car. Oh, next problem. How do they charge it? And what does that electricity cost? And where does that electricity come from? Again, we don't trace symptoms back to the problem. Because it has nothing to do with the problem. It has to do with money. It has to do with power. Greed, power, money. That's all they care about. Because if they didn't, they would be talking about big pharma. That would be the white elephant in the room. All right, Patriots, that's it for part one. Part two is coming up next, and you're going to want to hear it. So tune into the next episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. God bless America.